0: All right, well, I'm going to real quick-
1: (laughs) we're off to a strong start.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, I'm going to look up how death saving throws work again, but I see that you're already dying, so maybe you can tell me. Previously on Bad Heroes. There is a table in the room before you lined with elegant masquerade masks, and Gideon has just busted through a set of double doors beyond into a ballroom full of undead.
2: This all feels like a bad idea. Gideon,
0: you can see five figures. And among these figures, you see Oberon. And then suddenly, you are not dancing with that thrall anymore. You are dancing with Oberon.
3: Look at you. My God, you are beautiful. I don't know you, but I would like to. What is there to know when a connection is so instant and inexplicable as this? (laughs)
4: What I'm going to try to do is gain the high ground and stay hidden.
2: Iria takes Nix's face in her hands. And she just looks really deeply into his eyes. I, does, does your Iria kisses him? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> just, a, just a little peck. We have a lot to talk about later,
0: but for now, let's not die. <laughs> Oberon spins you back into an embrace. Gideon, give me a stealth check. Oh no. Because you're trying to hide your breathing. Oh no, it's a 10. All 10 of the thralls stop dancing. You're living. I can fix that. And we can still be together for eternity. It's only a little kiss. Hold still.
1: Wingatha bursts out from under (laughs) the table. Uh And she levels her spear in front of her and is charging across the room straight towards Oberon.
4: Let the games begin.
3: So what happened? What's going on? What's the, what's the sitch? The sitch. <laughs> so, last
0: episode, you heroes successfully infiltrated the Eternal Masquerade. Tonrir, Wingatha, and Iria, you moved with Nix into the ballroom, taking cover behind thick red curtains, while Gideon successfully charmed Lord Oberon, and found herself sharing a waltz with him in the air above ten dancing thralls. However... Gideon's efforts in holding his attention left her labored breathing visible, and now that Lord Oberon knows the woman who has so entranced him is living, his teeth are bared and he is fast moving to turn Gideon into one of the living dead. At the last second, Wingatha has busted out from beneath a table in the southeast corner of the room, crystal goblets and blood flying through the air and splashing her armor as she charges full speed at Oberon, screaming, with her spear in hand. I love
2: Wingatha. <laughs>
1: good. This will go well, I'm sure of yeah. it.
2: Almost guaranteed.
0: So we are in, we are in this good, good moment. And we're gonna start it off with a surprise round for Wingatha.
3: Makes sense.
0: <laughs> Everybody's
1: very surprised. Including Wingatha. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so Wingatha, you can get off a surprise round, and then we're all going to roll initiative and, and get into it. All
1: right. Great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm rethinking
1: all of my life choices. That like <laughs> the moment.
0: You uh, made this bed, now you got to stab in it. Let's see what happens. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, she is just charging full speed ahead. I would say she's aiming her spear at, like, center of mass on Oberon, just trying to hit him hard.
0: All right, what is this spear called again?
1: It's a long spear.
0: Okay, um, a medium long spear, 1d8 of damage. Uh, on a crit, you do three times the amount of damage.
3: What's the critical range though? Just 20.
0: Uh, it doesn't say, which must mean 20. Mm-hmm. Okay. But for flavor, this long spear is eight feet long. Jesus. <laughs> so Jesus. so that, that's
5: great because now
0: you, are, you can stab him without
1: being in his melee range. Right, that's the goal. Um, that is gonna be... Okay, so unfortunately, I rolled a 10, and my modifiers only bring that up to a 15. Good, so you inherited Jake's rolls. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: that's, uh, that's what we like to see, and you don't have any bonuses going on? No, in fact, actually, now that you reminded me, I have a minus one. So that was actually a 14. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong direction.
0: Mm, you are headed the wrong way. Okay, so... Man, so you just charge with your spear center mass. I think you do succeed in like busting through sort of the circle of static thralls that had formed around Gideon and Oberon um, because they're they're too surprised to do anything. Uh, And uh, you bust through that circle. You get, you know, within eight feet, you stab. But by the time you get there, you have been charging him long enough that he sees you. And he just like, oh my God, so fast, just steps out of the way.
1: Oh, my God, I was there, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't roll a one. <laughs> Let's just say.
0: It sure is, because you definitely would have stabbed Gideon. So I think the spear, like, he just kind of, graceful as anything, steps back. And I think your spear actually goes between him and Gideon. Oh, boy. Whew, so you are now eight feet away from Lord Oberon. Um, Gideon, I think that he is holding
3: your hands right now. Although he has kind of stepped back in almost a dancing-esque move. Like, just he he just has one hand connected. Like he opened up, <laughs> he opened up. Yeah, he just
0: says he's holding onto one of your hands, and we are in that moment. So everybody, roll initiative. <laughs> oh God!
4: Hey. It's a twenty-one.
3: I got a twelve. Twenty-two. I
2: have a twenty. You have a twenty. Wow! Yeah. A-
3: what did Nyx get?
0: Uh, hold on, I'm doing. I'm doing you fools first. Let's see. Oberon got a two. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> nice. He is surprised. Nick's got a 15, and oh boy, oh, mm. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and say the thralls act on the tail end of Oberon's action, that will count them as one, because mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't have a mind of their own, they mm-hmm. can't do their own thing, so it is safe to say he is, how you say, surprised.
5: <laughs>
0: so Gideon, you are
3: first. So he just, he still has my hand, and uh, Wingetha has just stabbed between us. And he just sort of stepped back, um, you know, enough to let the
0: spear go through, and he is he is looking at Wingatha, and that is that is the moment you find yourself in. Um, you know, I, I think uh, before Wingatha stepped in, he was he was still behaving very warmly towards you, but you know exactly what his intentions are, so mm. you got a lot of options. here. Right? <laughs> There are also three vampires stand, like full vampires standing across the room just like watching this unfold with the expression of people who should be eating popcorn at this very moment. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, neat. (laughs) They're like, wow, this party. (laughs) This party is really
3: popping off. One of them takes out a disposable camera. (laughs) 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 Um, Okay, so I had two options I wanted to do. Let's see. I'll roll a die to see which one I do. Bold. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear. So then Gideon is still holding on to Oberon's hand and is kind of shocked. Like her eyes are darting back and forth between Wingatha and Oberon, just like, I don't know what to do because uh, she knows that it's only her and Wingatha right now that are in the fray. They're still surrounded by a lot of potential enemies, and she's not sure where Tanrir, Nix, or Iria are. So what she's going to do is she's going to just kind of gracefully drop uh, Oberon's hand and step forward, like step forward closer to Wingetha
5: mm-hmm.
3: and say, You dare interrupt and put her hand on Wingatha and cast mage armor.
4: Ooh, mm. sneaky. <laughs> Ooh, that's sneaky. good.
0: Very good. That's so good. I, I'm not going to make you like roll anything for, <laughs> for that, because that, that was just really well done. Okay, great.
3: So this lasts for three hours now, so it should go through the entire battle, um, but it's plus four to your AC.
2: Ooh. Yes. Nice. That's good.
0: All right, cool. Slick. And that's a standard action for you, huh?
3: Yeah, and that puts me between oberon and wing is a now mm.
0: okay cool well then uh Tanrir, it is you and you find yourself on the third story walkway which goes above the ballroom so you are 45 feet above this scene mm-hmm. and you are also about 30 feet north of what's going on
4: right Fuck. And I'm the other three are sitting with their popcorn. Like I thought that was going to be like <laughs> the thing I was going to have to contend with. So I guess that's good that they're just sitting there doing nothing. I'm not sure that I want to give away my position just yet because of what just happened with that that turn of events there. So what I'm going to do as an action, I'm going to get the, the, the iron. Oh, hmm, I wonder if I can do this. You'll have to tell me if I can do this. Uh, The idea is that I want to sling the ring or up my arm around my shoulder so that way I can get to it easily.
0: (laughs) So you can do that? Your arm is gone, though. (laughs) (laughs) So if you put that around your shoulder, you have the just, like, unnerving experience. Like, it's not like your arm's invisible.
3: It is gone. Uh, Hold on. Does this mean that the queen just has this cage in the corner with an arm flailing around in it? (laughs)
0: you put your arm through and the ring is kind of close to your ear and you hear like (laughs) what the fuck is her voice hold on (laughs) Um, uh, fuck hold on what's her voice Um, you hear you dare bother me with these trivial is that an arm
4: (laughs) you know what I'm just gonna give a thumbs up and then take the arm back out (laughs) (laughs)
0: panned to the throne room and there's like the queen and like three people on their knees in the middle of the throne room in the middle of like the most terrifying interrogation of their lives and there's like two demons and a bunch of armed guards and they just see an arm stick through the queen looks at the arm and says what the fuck (laughs) the arm gives a thumbs up and then disappears And the queen like blinks very slowly and smiles, and then goes back to what she was doing. And here we are, back again in the ballroom. So what?
4: So I guess I'll just have the ring on the floor beside me for quick access. But I think that's probably good my my action because I have to pull it out of the pack.
0: If you wanted to do something else, I will totally flex that because that's that probably wouldn't take you. I mean, I guess if you're doing it really sneakily, it might take you six seconds. But if you wanted to do something else, I'd flex it for you.
4: I'm going to say no. And I will say that the owl is going to swoop in and get in on this action.
0: Mm. Where was your owl?
4: It was, it had been in the the foyer. Okay. Because we had been in the hall, came in the foyer, saw it was clear, and then just was camping out there. And then the doors had been busted open because our dancing fiend here has decided to go with, you know, dance with Lord Oberon. And I think the doors were just kind of left ajar a little bit. Sure. Mm -hmm. So... The idea here is that the owl's gonna swoop in.
0: Is your owl is your owl white?
4: Um
2: You can't just ask it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
4: I think we had determined it was like a falcon type of owl.
0: Oh, okay. It was a a falcon. Oh <sighs> wasn't it like a gray owl, but like a really yeah. beautiful? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I just want to point out the owl matches like mediumly well with Gideon's getup. Because Gideon's wearing like a gray scaled mask and like silver, silver, sorry, <laughs> silver mask. And like, as the owl busts into the thro- like the ballroom, the owl kind of matches Gideon's aesthetic.
4: Ooh. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. Owl's going to come up near me and I'm going to, if I can silently command it to go perch on one of the icicles that are coming up off of the gorget.
0: Yes. Good. Okay, so you're gonna have the owl go perch on one of the icicles? Yep. That are coming off
3: of Gideon's throat. Yep. Okay, that's very cool.
4: Reinforce the illusion.
3: Gideon, how do you how do you take to that? So I'm still facing Wingatha, and when she sees the owl swoop in, there's a little bit of relief that she feels because she's like, oh yes, please (laughs) save me from this monster. And as it comes and perches on her, she just kind of looks. She doesn't necessarily react visibly because she's trying to play it off as something that would be normal.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So she just calmly lets this owl land on on the icicles that are like adorning her armor.
3: I would say if anything, she just withdraws her hand from where it was touching Wingatha in order to cast a spell and just kind of gives the owl a little scritch.
0: Do you feel safer with the owl? A little
3: bit. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Because it means that Tanrir is somewhere nearby. Okay, awesome. So yeah, that's all that happens is she just kind of scritches it. So now she's not touching Wingatha anymore.
2: All right. Iria, it is you. So I think Iria isn't going to do anything drastic right now either. Just seeing how things play out. Nobody has, well, Wingatha has tried to strike Oberon, but it didn't work. So she's going to ready an action. She's going to ready her crossbow. And where is she right now? So you are on the west side of the
0: room on the northern end behind a red curtain underneath the third story walkway.
2: Okay. So I'm going to say that if I'm not already there, I'm moving to the south side of that curtain. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. I'm there and my crossbow is ready. And does that count as my turn or can I?
3: If you ready an action, you're basically like saying, I have my crossbow ready to shoot if so-and-so does this. So that as soon as that action happens, you your turn jumps in.
0: Okay. Yep, so like, for example, if your trigger was, if Oberon makes a move on one of my friends, I'm going to shoot him, then you would be moved in the initiative order behind Oberon.
2: Okay. How about the trigger is, if the thralls do anything to any of my friends? Okay. Then you're going to... Inspire courage? Hmm, okay. All right, I'm going to
0: roll stealth for Nyx. Iria, what you see, he has a bag on his hip. And in that bag you know is a latched wooden box which contains tools and devices that he uses for hunting vampires. It's basically his Slayer kit. And he reaches into this kit and starts pulling out garlic, like a, like an unreasonable <laughs> amount of garlic. <laughs> and he starts putting some in your hands and he's just holding up a finger like shh and just starts pulling out garlic. And then he crouches really low at the edge of the curtain and starts trying to roll this garlic in front of the first-story balcony, trying to create a line of garlic in front of the first-story balcony. Nice.
2: Cool. Iria eats a piece of garlic. God damn it. Nyx, like, looks at you. <laughs>
0: Nick just looks at you and then very gently takes the half-eaten garlic and also rolls it. <laughs> I just
2: shrug. <laughs> okay, that stealth roll was very good.
4: That actually brings up a question. If she recently ate garlic and she gets a bit, does that do anything to the vampire?
2: He probably just doesn't like it. (laughs) Okay. like, Mm. is Nyx
0: affected at all by the garlic? He doesn't seem to like it. He's holding it like kind of far away from himself. Okay, so he rolled, uh, his stealth was very good and Oberon is quite distracted. So um, he manages to roll 10 pieces of garlic at varying distances right in front of the first story balcony. And that is going to be his turn. And now it's Oberon. Bum, bum, bum. Oh boy. Mm. Wait, Wingatha... Hmm?
3: Wait, doesn't Wingatha go first?
0: I'm so sorry. You're completely right. Okay. I forgot that Wingatha existed. Thank you so much.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow,
0: thanks. I'm so sorry. Wingatha, it is your turn. <laughs> Ooh, that makes a big difference. Thank you, guys. <laughs> You're like, damn, I gotta kill everyone right uh, now. Okay. Wingatha, you find yourself eight feet away from Oberon, surrounded by ten thralls, with Gideon directly in front of you. She has just placed her hand on your chest and cast mage armor on you, and it appears that she is still keeping up this ruse.
1: Okay. In that moment when Gideon confronted Wingatha and cast the mage armor, Wingatha's eyes widened with surprise at first, and then she understands what's going on. She's going to growl at Gideon angrily, out of my way, and she's going to shrug off her big black overcloak.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Revealing the great sword that's slung across her back, she's going to drop her spear and unsheathe the great sword. And shouldering past Gideon, she's going to take a step forward and take another swing at Oberon the, with the great sword, with the great sword.
0: is this the the fire flaming great sword? No, this is just her own great sword. Man, this woman is just littered with weapons and I'm into it. (laughs) I was going to
3: say when she shrugged off her overcloak, it was just like revealing her arsenal. (laughs) Clang, clang, (laughs)
4: clang, clang.
0: (laughs) Clang, 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 clang. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So you pull off your overcloak. Does it drop to the floor? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so your cloak drops to the floor. Your spear drops to the floor. You stand there in all of your glory, just like covered in weapons, and you pull out your Mm greatsword and you take a big, broad swing at Oberon, yeah? Yep. Okay, roll.
1: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. I rolled a four. Oh
2: shit.
3: The curse of Wingatha continues. <laughs> uh, so you
0: rolled a four mm-hmm. plus five mm-hmm. is nine. No dice.
2: Oof.
0: <sighs> okay, so I think that you swing at him and he is aware of you now. And he steps to the side so fucking fast, Wingatha. And as you do this, he is maintaining eye contact with you, a startlingly quick eye contact with you, and you are closer to him now. And you can see that those blue eyes are rapidly becoming red all the way through. And he holds up a hand of long, pale fingers in front of your face and says, Now, you don't want to hurt me, do you? Look at you, so brave. I think you and I have always been friends. Oh no. I think you're here to protect me. What do you think? Fuck. No. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me. Wait
1: I'm gonna need you to roll a will saving throw. Okay. Fuck. That is an eight. God
0: damn it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Don't you have Iron Will?
1: Yeah, that's with the Iron Will. Oh Lord.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so you roll an eight. That's with your, your one negative level, and then your plus two for iron will, right? hmm Okay, Wingatha, I have bad news. Mm. Son of a-
3: the- You
0: are under my control now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's his turn. And uh.
2: Hey, does uh a- On her next turn, does she get another chance to roll a saving throw? Subjects
0: resist this control. Any subject forced to take actions against its nature receives a new saving throw with a plus two bonus. So anytime he asks you to do anything that is going to be against what you would do, for example, harm your friends, Mm -hmm. you get to do a new saving throw. Okay. You're going to get a bonus on that depending on how much you don't want to do this thing, and that'll be at our discretion. Mm -hmm. As far, like, if you're just standing there, you're not going to get any more saving throws.
1: Cool. Okay. Uh. So some flavor for that. Um. Wingatha had like stepped forward and taken a slash at Oberon and missed. And he said that, and she just she just stops in her tracks. Um. And lowers the great sword to her side, and stands there in front of him, docilely. Mm. Depressing.
0: Okay. <laughs> And for now, um, you know, I don't think he orders the thralls to do anything. I think they're still forming that circle around you guys. So, Gideon, it is you. How many thralls are there again? Ten.
4: Want to do a game plan? Yes. Because what I'm going to try to do, (laughs) I mean, it's going to be, I've got distance because I'm using the longbow because it's got a range of 100 feet. Mm. So that's Mm -hmm. that's fine enough. And I've got an attack bonus for it. Plus being uh, the half elf that I am, that helps. I was going to try to strike him in the throat so he can't talk anymore.
1: Mm. Mm. It looks like the neck is considered challenging with a penalty of 10. Okay. Damn. And a cold
0: shot um, takes your entire turn. You can do no other actions. Sure. So I'm going to tell you right now, adding uh 10 to his it's 10 to his ac
1: it's a minus 10 penalty
4: on the roll
0: so that will be yeah okay so yeah that's
4: that would be nigh impossible from that range
0: i'm thinking impossible probably damn depending on i don't know what your attack bonus is maybe you have an excellent bow attack bonus
4: so the attack bonus itself on the longbow is a plus two i have uh plus three on my dexterity
0: and your base attack bonus?
4: Base attack bonus is two. So I'd have a... Plus seven. Yeah.
0: Bonus of seven. Yeah, you You know just looking at how far away he is and how difficult that... Like, you know you can't make it. You know that's not possible.
4: I wish his big toe was exposed. I'd shoot that instead.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, okay.
3: Shoot the knee. <laughs> okay. All right, so it's uh, my turn, right?
0: Yep, Gideon is first. So you stand... In the middle of this profound disaster.
3: I was kind of pushed to the side by Wingatha shoving past me. So now what Gideon's going to do is she realizes she's a bit terrified because she realizes that the only companion near her is now under Oberon's control. And so she's going to ready an action for the next time that Oberon seems even remotely distracted. Mm. If someone does an action to try and attack him or if he's looking somewhere else or whatever, like at an incoming attacker or anything like that. Okay. Uh, And she's going to, as soon as that happens, she's going to cast aphasia on him. Sneakily. Aphasia? Aphasia? It's, yeah, it's a spell that renders a target unable to understand any language, spoken, written, sign language, or telepathy. Mm. And that affected creature is unable to communicate, use command words, cast spells with verbal components, or anything that would require a language. Fuck
0: yes. (laughs) Fuck yes. Okay, great. Perfect. Tanru, it is you.
4: All right, well, I think it's time to get this party started, so I'm just gonna gonna loose an arrow toward... uh, Oberon. Okay. Okay, this is a good start. Uh, I started with a base of 18, so plus two, plus two, so 19, 20, 22.
0: Yeah, that'll do.
4: Okay, that is a six points of damage.
3: Okay, great.
4: If anything, I try to get his attention.
3: Okay, so (laughs) I assume, uh, Dre, do you want to describe how it hits him? Sure, sure. So he's
0: standing there holding his hand up, these like long spindly pale fingers in front of Wingatha's face. And he is basically had just finished casting this dominate person spell. Uh, And he's looking a little smug with himself. And then I think there's just a and an arrow just thunk into his shoulder from behind. Mm -hmm. And he lifts his fingers and touches like the blood from the area, which you can safely assume is not his blood. And he sneers, and that's,
3: that's where we find him. So in that instant where he's checking the blood and looking at the blood, where the arrow hit, Gideon whispers the spell and casts it on him, and it is a will saving throw. All right.
0: Oh, boy, that's a stinker.
3: <laughs> but his modifier is uh, good, so it's just a nine. Okay, I assume, the, do the saving throws, they're ten plus my caster level, right?
0: Yeah. Typically.
3: Okay, so then he didn't get it.
0: Okay, so tell me what the spell is and what it does again.
3: So the spell is aphasia. It can only target one creature. Its duration is one round per level, so it's only going to last three rounds. Okay. But it renders the target unable to understand any language, including spoken, written, sign language, or gestures attempting to mimic a crude language, even true speech and telepathy. The affected creature is unable to communicate, use command words, cast spells with verbal components, or use any other abilities that require language. So I assume that means he cannot tell his thralls what to do, and he cannot tell Wingatha what to do.
0: Yes, that is a brilliant play,
3: babe. At the end of each of its turns, the subject can attempt a new saving throw. Okay. Yeah. So it lasts three rounds Um, at the end of each of his turns. He can try to save again.
0: So the flavor for that is I think he is looking at this arrow. You know, he is looking progressively more angry. And then he just suddenly feels this odd thing settle over him. And he opens his mouth and no sound comes out. And he lifts that long spindly hand to his throat. And then um, Gideon, give me a stealth check.
3: Ooh, that's a natural 20.
5: Ooh. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. He does not look to you. Um, I think he he is looking around the room frantically, but he's not looking at you. Slick.
4: That's <laughs> sick. My butt is no longer eating my pants. I'm so happy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your pants are happy too.
4: Yeah. All
0: right. So that was
2: Gideon and Tonrir, Iria. You are up. Awesome. All right. Well, Iria is going to come out of where she was behind the curtain with a flourish and kind of motioning her arms towards the thralls. And she's going to say this poem at Oberon, even though he can't understand it. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Your sick burn is going to be so lost on this <laughs> one. <poem. Aww. laughs> so this is actually going to be, the effect is going to be towards Wingatha, but the poem is about Oberon, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's, mm. that's great. Mm-hmm. What is the effect you're trying to do? Inspire courage. Okay, and that that lets her. Um, what does that do? Uh, it's a plus one for saving throws against charm um, and fear effects, and a plus one confidence bonus on attack and weapon damage rolls.
1: The problem is there's nothing to trigger me to try to save.
3: Yeah, there's nothing to.
0: Let me bend the rules. We'll just flex it and say that you can you can do a new save after this. Okay. Yeah, that's probably the easiest way to flex it. So yeah, cast Inspire Courage, and um, and and Wingetha will get a new save after your song poem or poem
3: (laughs) you could also say that inspiring um courage in someone would give them the courage to try and break through again
0: yeah like narratively it makes sense it just mechanically didn't
2: work but like again narrative over mechanics any day so okay so iria she comes out of the curtains uh with a flourish kind of motioning towards the thralls but looking at Okay. And she begins to recite this poem. We have come to release these of your wicked ways, though forever they're cursed, to never see the day. No longer are they under your numbing spell. Each year they'll rejoice for the moment you fell. Unbound from this cloud of dispirited madness, alone you'll remain in this castle of sadness. You've built a brigade under cover of night. In this darkness you hide, but we bring the light. That was fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you cast that, and I'm gonna do a performance check. And with the mask that I have on, I get two performance checks, and I get to pick the one with the highest number. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> that's a one. <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
0: Thank God for that mask, because right. I think you walk out from the curtain, and you're about to like bust out this like sick. You know, poem, and your foot catches in the curtain. <laughs> I stumble a little and bit. And then the mask is like, no fool, I got you. And your foot doesn't catch in the curtain and you walk straight out and
2: you, and your second roll is, is 12 with, wait, do I get a bonus somewhere?
0: Oh yeah. You got a performance modifier and your
2: performance modifier poetry is three. Cool. So 15. Okay.
0: That's great. So you you bust this out. It is amazing. Everybody is profoundly
2: confused about where you came from. <laughs> and you're doing Inspire Courage? I'm doing Inspire Courage, and I'm trying to inspire Wingatha to be released from that spell. Um,
0: yeah, she should not normally have a check yet um, because Oberon hasn't told her to do anything, but I definitely want to flex that, so Wingatha, go ahead and give us a will-saving throw.
1: All right. Wingatha. Here's this poem, and that's going to be an 11.
2: Plus
1: one
2: is 12. No. God damn it.
1: She, She hears the poem and tilts her head a little bit because it was interesting, but it just wasn't enough to shake her out of it. So did Oberon just,
3: like, hear this person come out from the curtain and just say a bunch of gibberish?
1: Oh, he's baffled.
0: She basically came out and started, like, you know, speaking like the parents in Peanuts, just, like, in, in completely confusing characters. And he's just he's just staring, like, and holding his throat because he can't talk, and that sounded bananas.
2: What, what are those other vampires doing are they like amazed at what i said the popcorn vampires (laughs) can someone be fucking amazed at what i said god damn it (laughs) they are fucking shook to their core at at, they're just like i mean
0: they are like what is happening like this party is wild (laughs) and i think um so there's there's three vampires in the far corner of the room there is Uh, There is sort of like a young-looking Maroi. There is a Nosferatu, which is like that terrifying sort of aged vampire. And then there's the Zhang Shi, which has like really long nails and is levitating and has a scroll taped to the front of her face and has said nothing. And she looks at your poem and then spreads her spindly fingers out to go like this. (laughs) (laughs) Iria does a little bow. (laughs) <laughs> and uh and she is she is applauding you
1: do they think this is like part of the entertainment of the masquerade Absolutely,
2: they think this is like
1: a, a beautiful performance oberon has put on like a
0: dinner theater <laughs> oh yeah they're just like oh my gosh and so that's that's where we find ourselves
4: as an aside, I found a random word generator just to think about what Oberon actually heard and it's putting sentences together that are amazing.
0: Ooh, what is it? What did he hear?
4: So the poem that he actually heard was Station bikes promise disease, idealized scientific good, slim ring, finish, dull, not tall light, detective, leg standing trip, Van Hustle. <laughs> yes.
0: Boy, he is confused. <laughs> Hi guys, gals, and non-binary pals. This is your GM, Dre Silvertooth, and welcome to episode 17 of Bad Heroes, part 13 of the Forgotten Court arc. It is getting pretty wild at the end of this arc, huh? I am loving running it, and hopefully you are enjoying listening to it. I know I said this last time, but I'm going to say it again in case you are a visual learner and it's helpful to you. I did make a map of this room, and it can be found on our website badheroescast.com or on our Twitter, which is at badheroescast. And honestly, so can a lot of other stuff, especially the Twitter. (laughs) If you are enjoying the show and you want to support us, any amount will really help. We can be found at slash badheroes. Uh, And by tossing us even two bucks a month, which I think is the price of I want to say between two and four gumballs, (laughs) you can unlock a variety of content that we keep accumulating every episode for patrons, uh, as well as our eternal gratitude. The lowest tier includes digital extras like GM notes, but the higher tiers also include stuff like deleted scenes, interviews with the players, even raw recordings that we try to release about a week before the final episode. So, if you want extra goodies, or if you just want to tip some of your favorite real-life bards, you can find us at patreon.com slash badheroes. And hey, if you have exactly zero dollars to spend, I wholeheartedly understand. You and I are in the same broke canoe, and I got ya. If you still want to help out, though, we'd love it if you told a friend about our show. That is free. Music used in this episode is Awkward Meeting. And Some Amount of Evil by Kevin MacLeod. And the very last song that plays is Interception, which is by Kai Engel. Our theme song, as always, is Solve the Damn Mystery by Jesse Spillane. And I think that's it. Oh, we're actually going to change up the schedule a little bit this month and put out the next episode on the fourth Wednesday of March instead of the third super sorry about that but i have another creative deadline that i absolutely must meet and i do not want to rush this next episode of bad heroes but i promise it's going to be worth the wait so we will have the next episode to you on march 25th enjoy the rest of this episode and i will see you then
3: did my life just become a bad dub? (laughs)
0: Like, (laughs) (laughs) waka waka. Oh, man. Okay. It is Nyx. (laughs) So let's see. I think Nyx has his crossbow loaded. And he busts out from the curtain behind Iria. And he grabs you by the back of your padded armor and drags you, after your performance is over, drags you behind that row of garlic.
2: Hmm.
0: And from behind that row of garlic, he's going to take a shot at Oberon. Plus three. Okay, um, so he takes a shot uh, with his crossbow, and though Oberon can't speak, he moves startlingly quick out of the way. Like It's almost like he's standing there, and then the crossbow comes at him, and you see a blur, and then he's back where he was standing, and the crossbow bolt hits the wall on the opposite side of the room. Hmm. And Wingatha, it is you. I want you to do another will save, but I can't think of why.
1: guess I'm just kind of standing there watching this fight go on. <sighs>
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're just, I mean, I think you're just standing there waiting because you have no reason to resist it yet. You're, he hasn't told you to do anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're just standing next to Gideon, and it is Oberon's turn, and he gets to do a will save at the end of his turn. Right, Gideon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, hmm. Can't speak. Can't control anyone.
4: And still thinks that uh, Gideon is, like... On the level. Oh, man, this is, <laughs> this is a quandary.
5: hmm
0: <laughs> Gideon, what is your combat maneuver defense? Oh no, why? <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, 13.
0: Okay. Gideon, he grabs your arm and pulls you. And he is trying to pull you down to the southeast corner of this room and out of the room, like past the table that Wingatha flipped um, and down those stairs. Are you going with him willingly? Like he is reaching out for you as if you are a companion, but if you do not go, he is going to drag you. What is your response to this?
3: Hmm. How far would he be able to, like, would he be able to make it out of the room? He can just
0: drag you to kind of the edge of the room.
3: Okay. So he's just holding his hand out right now.
0: He actually reaches out and grabs your wrist. Okay, with a very firm touch.
3: Then yeah, as as her wrist is grabbed, she turns a glance up at where Tanrir is, and then
1: lets Oberon drag her. Like is not fighting it. Okay. Oh. Okay. Wingatha is going to go along with them because the last thing that Oberon said to her was she was going to protect him. I think. Yes, that's true. And I think that. She doesn't have too much resistance to that idea because in her previous career, she was a mercenary and she's protected all sorts of odd characters. So this is another job for her.
0: Okay. So there's no saving throw on that. And then, um, okay. So, so yeah, Oberon just, I mean, you just, you go with him and I think he leads you down to the Southeast corner of this ballroom where there is a small entry hall that leads downstairs and it is dark down there. And, uh, I, I think he, he leads you up to that edge and I think the order is he is pulling you along. Um, so it is him at the top of the stairs, Gideon and then Wingatha between them and the rest of the room. And I think her sword is raised. <sighs> um, the thralls, because their last order was to dance. And then after that, he became distracted and their order became nothing. They are standing in their beautiful finery, their cloaks, their dresses, their masks. They are just standing there. And the other three vampires are starting to look confused, but Nothing has come at them. So, so far, they're still firmly in, like, wow, what an interesting thing. I've been so bored for, you know, 300 years kind of mood. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: They think Oberon's just like showing off how tough he is (laughs) by having people attack him. (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: the thing is, he is like a notorious show off. I mean, he is that is his like calling card. So it is perfectly reasonable that these people who know this about him are just like, oh boy. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. So yeah, that is where we find ourselves.
3: <sighs>
0: Gideon, it is you.
3: Oh, it is. The fuck. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, you no, no, wait. You readied an action, didn't you? So you moved behind. That moves you in the order behind Tonrir.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I go behind Tonrir, yeah. Also, I hate to ask but does Oberon get a saving throw at the end of his turn? Oh, yes.
0: Oh, bless you. Yes, he does. Okay. Oh. Ooh, guys, I'm real sorry. Friggity Fricks. Oh, no. Boy, I'm sorry, guys. (gasps) It was a nat 20.
3: (sighs) Oh, Oh, God.
0: God. Yeah, so he has got his voice back, and he can't use it this turn, but uh, next turn, you bet it'll be here. So, Tanrir, you're up.
4: Oh, man. Okay. So, the question is giving chase. Uh, oh, you know what? Tondra is going to give chase because it's probably going to look like I'm trying to uh, save Wingatha uh, from the uh, mm. ensorclement, right? <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. As as he believes it right now, I would think that it seems like Iria and the mystery archer from above are fighting with mm-hmm. Wingatha, like on Wingatha's team.
1: Yeah, that's kind of my guess. And Nick's as well. Oh, and Nick's, yeah. That yeah. we are a crew
4: of hunters. Yes,
0: he is definitely of that mind right now. That there, he is under attack. So,
4: okay, Dre, here's the plan.
0: <laughs> I'm so scared. Yes, what's the plan?
4: <laughs> you and me both, because it is a long way down. Woo, okay. Um,
5: because
4: the the idea is that Tarnir. Is gonna get really, really worried. The owl, I think, is probably just at all of the clatter is probably just gonna just like flutter but stay nearby. Okay. Right.
5: Yep.
0: The owl is kind of posing as Gideon's owl right now, I think.
4: Yeah. The the moving about and the dragging, it's not a stable place to perch. So that's what I'll you know, that's what I'll think. is gonna put the bow around the shoulder, uh, his right shoulder, grab the hoop.
1: Mm. Oh my god. So I'm so ready for
4: this. He's going to get out his cold iron dagger.
1: Mm
4: -hmm. And his goal is to jump at the curtain, stab the curtain, and ride the curtain down, tearing at it in hopes that it slows him down enough on his fall back down 45 feet.
3: (laughs) What a damn pirate move.
4: Down to the floor.
0: Boy, I like that flare. Oh my. All right. (laughs) Hot damn. Okay. And if you pull this off, I'm going to say that's like, you can still move after that, because that would be a very quick fall.
4: <sighs>
0: God, when do I even make you roll for this? That's a great question. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to...
4: Because I would like to toss the acrobatics in there, right? I've got an acrobatic bonus of 11.
0: All right, I mean, yeah, give me give me an acrobatics roll. By the way, guys, keep in mind, um, even though I know this is the D&D thing, but we're stealing it anyway, I think most of you have a point of inspiration.
3: Oh. Yes, I still have it. I'm saving mine. So mm.
0: go ahead and give me an acrobatics check. This seems really difficult. Let me check my <laughs> chart that I have here.
4: I have my number, so I'm really waiting right now. It's... Mm, i'm not entirely confident let's
0: see let's see let's see this would fall under oh no Mm (laughs) okay okay so according to the chart uh the categorization of hard is walk across a wildly swaying rope bridge Mm, but moderate is swing from a chandelier and land on your feet what do you guys think that falls under
4: I'm abstaining from this for obvious reasons.
3: Yeah, you can't. You can't <laughs> give me your opinion. Okay, wait. So the this wildly swinging rope bridge is harder. Is hard. I th- I think it's moderate. I would almost say it's moderate. Yeah, I think it's moderate. Okay, because he's trying to land somewhat safely, and he's intentionally heading down. Yeah,
0: exactly. If you're going with gravity. You're just kind of trying to like
3: slow the descent a little bit.
0: Destroying this beautiful curtain. One handed because you're also holding the ring. Uh, yeah, I guess moderate it has to be moderate. So the difficulty check is 15.
4: Oh wow! Okay, I did far better than that. Okay. Jesus, <laughs> my stomach was in knots, sweating
3: bullets. <laughs> I know.
4: I rolled a 14 and my acrobatics is 11, so I got 25 out of that. But I was thinking like moderate it was gonna be like 30. I'm like,
0: uh. I almost made it 20. So either way, you you did it.
4: Okay. <sighs> cool.
0: Okay, so shook to the ground and oh boy. I think now the Nosferatu like puts he has these lo- he also has these long like horrible fingers and he like looks impressed at nothing and no one <laughs> but his eyes light up at this and he he does like a golf clap.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Eh, I don't care much for poetry, but that was pretty cool."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you've slid down. Um, I'd say you still have some movement left if you want to, but probably only like mm, maybe half of your movement.
4: How many feet is it to where the entrance or the exit is?
0: To where Oberon and Gideon are? Yeah. They're on the southeast side going down a set of stairs, so that is from the walkway, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 feet south of you.
4: Damn. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to get there in time.
0: It's a big ballroom.
4: All right. Because the idea was that I was going to try to sprint there and use my shape stone to block them off.
0: You are within range of the three other vampires who still think they're watching you know, a party trick and the 10 thralls that are just standing there.
4: Right. That's great. Then I don't want to interfere with them. (laughs) My priority is getting two people back now. (laughs) So I'm going to be moving toward that, the downstairs.
3: Okay. Gideon, it is you. Are you typing to me? I'm typing to coolness. Okay. I'll just ask you. My question is the owl. Do you have some kind of telepathic link with it? I can't remember.
4: Uh, It's not telepathic. I don't have that developed yet. So it's more of just a, you know, heal, stay, good boy type of Mm. thing.
3: Damn. Because I was going to say, if the owl right now is still kind of going along with my ruse of just being my owl.
4: It's following you is what it's doing.
3: I was thinking it would be cool if it could prepare an action to basically strike when I strike. Mm-hmm. If I were to take an action against Oberon, that's when the owl would reveal itself to also be on the attack. But I don't know how you want to play that.
4: And this will be something I'll have to chat with Dre about, because the idea being that the owl is become comfortable with the party. Mm-hmm. If it's not receiving a command, but sees somebody in distress, then it's going to make a move. That's, that's the hope.
3: Like it, it recognizes that this is a companion.
4: Yeah, exactly.
3: Okay. So you're saying the owl will act
0: of its own accord to protect Gideon. And I think that makes perfect sense. The owl is intelligent. The owl knows what's going on. And my mindset is like, we can give the animals in this party, you know, a reasonable amount of intelligence and
3: heart. Like I'm totally about that. So, okay.
4: Yeah. And we're all animals. So that's fine.
3: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So then at this point, Tonrir has slid down and is just kind of standing a little bit away.
4: I will be giving chase as soon as I've found my footing on the floor.
3: Okay. So Wingeth is in front and I'm with and or behind Oberon.
0: So the order of going down the stairs is Oberon is in front. He is pulling you along, and then behind you, protecting you, is Wingatha.
3: Okay, and what he's trying to do right now is pull us down that, like, stairway into the kitchen area that we can really see. Yep, something that looks dark. Okay, so we don't know what's down there, and he's trying to pull us in there. Are we still within view of the ballroom, or have we already started descending? You are
0: still within view of the ballroom. You are in the very
3: last steps where you can view the ballroom. That is
0: where you find yourself right now.
3: Okay. And how far away is Iria?
0: Am I like underneath the third story walkway? You're on the far west side. On the map, it's labeled as first story balcony. Okay. Nick's kind of set up a protective guard on that balcony, and he's pulled you over there. Okay. So Iria is like more than 60 feet Oh, west. boy. Okay. Damn.
3: So neither Nick's nor Iria could make it to us within their next turns.
0: If they run, they can make it to you. Okay.
3: So Gideon is once again going to... Prepare an action, because she still doesn't know what exactly is going to happen. She looks to Iria, Tonmir, and Nyx, just seeing where they are. Gauges that, like, yes, they can still make it to us. And mouths the word, help, help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just kind of has, like, a panicked look and is hoping that they can discern that without her having to say or mouth anything. <laughs> and she's going to prepare an action to grow her claws and swipe at Oberon if he tries to like blockade them away from the rest of her party. Mm, Okay. So like if he tries to pull us into a room and then close the door behind.
0: Okay. All right, cool. All right, that was me. Okay, so Gideon has a turn ready.
2: Um, Iria, it's you. Uh, So I'm like 60 feet away from Wingatha now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So would she still be able to hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to use a free action to continue my performance. So, Eerie is just kind of like reciting poetry. It's not as <laughs> epic and amazing as that initial poem, but it's still kind of like off the top of her head kind of poetry that she's reciting. It's the additional verses which are like, Oberon is a butt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's the freestyle portion of right. the poem now.
3: <laughs> so, she's doing that and... Does, does dominate person last a number of rounds, or is it just until the will-saving
1: troll? Oh, no, it says one day per level.
3: Jesus. It's
0: pretty much until, uh, until Wingatha busts out of this spell, or until he gets sick of it. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, if he hurts her, she's, she's probably going to come out of it, because that violates, you know, sort of the premise of the spell that he cast.
1: We're supposed to be buddies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, short of that, she's not going to be able to just shake it off with time. He is, you guys are facing down somebody who is exceptional at mind control. This is not his first rodeo. This is not a side trick. This is his thing. This is what he does.
5: Mm.
2: Can Iria pick up a piece of garlic and then run? (laughs) Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Okay, so Iria is going to like get into a sprint stance and then what are they called? The sprints where like you touch the ground and then you run back and then you touch the ground. The suicide
1: sprints. Very appropriately named in this case.
2: <laughs> yeah, so she's going to get into like suicide sprint stance and pick up a piece of garlic and then sprint towards the stairs. <laughs> I hope you know that behind you, Nyx is like, oh no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so you sprint towards the stairs. Um, you sprint between thralls so your path is not obstructed. And again, like, it's a really unnerving scene in here because there are 10 people who are just standing there staring at nothing. Like they look like Puppets with their strings cut.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's it's pretty horrifying. Um, So you sprint past them and you reach Wingatha. And you do nothing because it's a full round action. Yeah, that's all you do. <laughs> and Ira is out <laughs> and of breath. You do nothing. <laughs> Wingatha. Wingatha.
4: Mm.
2: Oh, God. Why did I do that? <laughs> 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 Goodbye to me. Ooh.
4: Hello, darkness, mild friend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's been a good life. Oh, she's still being inspired, so she gets a saving throw if Oberon tries to make her do anything, right?
0: Yeah, I, ha- yeah. I have bad news, though. Um, she gets she gets uh, an additional one point on her saving throw, but if she fails, she also gets an additional one point to cut you down. So that's not ideal.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Wingetha, your friend, your dear friend, Oberon, is behind you. and he is under attack and you think you know this person in front of you but she is not like your dearest, oldest, sweetest friend so you raise your sword to cut her down and at the last second (laughs) you hear that that poem, that sick, sick burn in your mind (laughs) and that voice sounds really familiar
1: and I'm like, why am I friends with this loser?
2: <laughs> Savage, as
1: the poem says.
2: <laughs> that, that is the freestyle part that I'm saying right now. <laughs> you, want, you want to break us off a piece of that right now? <laughs> Iria's like rapping in front of Wingerfield like, why are you friends with this loser? He's a l- hooser. <laughs> <laughs> And then Iria was Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So <laughs> Oh
0: my god. Oh Wingatha, you, you just you just have this weird feeling. It's like an itch. And when you go to do something like cut down Iria, that itch, which was kind of annoying, gets really strong. And that itch is your brain trying to throw this spell off. Mm. So go ahead and give me a will saving throw and add one to it. Okay.
1: So I rolled an 11, plus one, plus my iron will, 14.
0: Minus one, because of your negative level.
5: Uh, yeah, no way. Uh, oh, God.
4: I'm God, silently flailing my arms over here. I just want everybody to know that.
5: <laughs> mm.
0: All right. Uh, roll Roll attack against Uriah, dear.
1: Oh, God. Okay. You better fucking fail this. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I rolled a five. at least I'm consistently bad at rolling
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah I mean I think you swing at Iria but your heart is not in it I mean you can tell me what you do you guys tell me what you do and how it doesn't hit
1: I think that Wingatha has kind of an internal struggle going on so she swings at Iria but it's more of like a warning swing like a keep away her heart's not really in actually drawing blood at this point
5: Mm,
0: okay great okay It's Oberon. Oh, wait, no, no. Oh, did I just totally skip Nyx? Sure did.
2: Oh. The trumpets begin. Mm -hmm. And the vampires in the corner are like, whoa, where'd that come from? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a bunch of instruments in the corner that were
0: playing, you know, back when he was dancing with Gideon, and then they stopped playing, and now his focus is so distracted that they've actually dropped to the floor in a heap. And... Nyx is going to also charge, and he is going to charge through this room and get between Wingatha and Iria, and he's going to place a hand on the blade of your sword. Mm. Just a bare hand. And he's going to look into your eyes, and he's going to say, Wingatha, Wingatha, stop. This isn't you. And I want you to give me another will saving throw. Okay.
4: Do it.
1: 18.
0: Okay, that'll do it. Wingatha, you shake it off and you can tell us how that goes. Holy Jesus.
1: <laughs> so Wingatha was really on the defensive at first when Nyx came charging across the room because she knows Nyx even less well than Iria. But she had like started to raise her sword again when Nyx grabbed it.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's a brief moment of struggle, but then she locks eyes with Nyx as he speaks. And I think that just sort of shakes something loose in her brain. And she blinks and comes back to herself. And she is pissed.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: So Wingetha is free of this compulsion now.
0: Wingatha is free. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to describe a bunch of things that are kind of happening simultaneously. Gideon, Oberon is dragging you down the stairs into this darkness. Are you fighting him or are you going
3: willingly? Currently not fighting him, no. But like I said, I had that action prepared for if he were to try to close the door. Basically, if he's trying to get me alone, away from where my party is, that's when Gideon's going to turn.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. So Oberon gets the power of speech back. And as he is pulling you down the stairs, he calls back to his ten thralls. Uh Oh. And he says, intruders in the castle,
4: stop them. That's probably going to alert the vampires, too, They were sitting there going, oh, I'm going to golf clap for a while. This is funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <gasps> so, <laughs> the thralls rolled really poorly. So I think this round, they don't strike you guys. They just kind of get their shit together.
1: Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is the sound of the thralls getting their shit together. They're like, oh. They come back online.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so, Tanrir. Tanrir. Mm -hmm. You are more on the northeast side of the room and three thralls are going to head towards you. Okay. The remaining seven thralls circle around the three of you who are in the bottom of the room. Mm. They don't attack yet, but (laughs) I cannot emphasize how terrifying this is. They looked like puppets with their strings cut, but now that they have been activated, they are snarling. And these people are all different ages, all different races. They look completely different, but they all share one thing in common. They have these huge teeth and they have dead eyes. And you know right now looking at them, they have no sense of self-preservation. They will die to kill you. And Gideon, you are being dragged down these stairs with Oberon into the darkness. And you are dragged into a dark 20 by 20 room. And there's a hallway off this room that has collapsed that you think perhaps led to the actual proper kitchen. And what you see in this dark room because you have low light vision, right? Mhm. This room looks like it was once a wine cellar, but now instead of being filled with wine, it's filled with blood. And there are a couple like dusty wine bottles that look as if they've been forgotten. There are some shattered glasses that look as if perhaps he got frustrated. There's nobody in here but you guys. This is where you're being dragged. And you can go ahead and activate on the stairs.
3: Okay. So Gideon hears him give the order that the thralls are going to be attacking her companions. Her claws extend out of her fingers like while he's still holding onto her hand. And then she tries to pull to a stop and swipes at his throat. Okay. Oh, God. Um.
4: Inspiring confidence. That's what that sounded like. <laughs> <laughs>
3: wait, what was my mask do again?
0: <laughs> Gives you advantage on intimidation rolls. So if you want to, you know, try to say something. Yeah. <laughs>
3: okay, 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 okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got an idea. Okay, so, yeah, she sees him pulling her into this room basically sees him retreating and she kind of stops, grows her claws and instead swipes at the hand that is holding onto her. Okay. And is trying to intimidate him and says, my Lord, do you mean to tell me that you cannot face off four measly intruders? That you do not think our love is worth fighting for? get dunked on (laughs) 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 all right i'm trying to make it like a threat of you're gonna lose your chance with Gideon with amara Mm -hmm. sorry Mm -hmm. that's her name (laughs) (laughs) if he doesn't basically prove that he can go to great lengths to deserve it
0: great that roll it i'll count that ah 19 Mm. okay do you have an intimidate modifier
3: i do because it's charisma uh, roll twice on all intimidation text.
0: Let me see. we get a 20. Nope. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> uh, 19 plus five, so 24.
0: Okay. So you're trying to intimidate him, not away from you, but intimidate him with this concept that you're not going to love him
3: unless he fights. He proves himself worthy, basically.
5: Mm.
4: <laughs>
3: that
5: seems...
4: Mm. I won't say anything.
0: What are you going to
4: say? Well, Nothing. I'm going to say this is a really cool idea and I like it fully. Okay.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
0: You you scratch his hand off of you and I think he lets his hand fall. And Oh, do you want to roll damage on that?
3: Oh, I guess. Does he say nothing about the fact that I just sprouted dragon claws? Oh, he's going to say shit. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) Oh, he's got shit to say. Don't you worry.
4: Okay. Is this your first time actually hitting something with the claws?
3: Aside from a table, I think so.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was a 19, so.
0: Yeah, you're fine.
3: And then four damage. Okay, great. And she's, she's like indignant about it. Like she yanks her other hand away and swipes at him as if she's like. Pfft.
0: Okay. Okay, so I think he, he gets scratched by you and he pulls back a little indignant. And he looks at you and he, he says, my um, My love. Don't you understand? Don't you see? After Thalia, I knew no one in my court would stay. So I made them stay. I hid my kingdom beneath the sand and trapped that wretched spider above to keep out the uninvited. I laid traps specific to the living throughout my castle. I found an artifact to help me hide from those that would seek me, and yet, here the hunters are. But you, don't you understand, Amara? My love, you are my last chance at happiness. And I believe in seizing happiness. So your intimidation threat basically was that you are not gonna love him or you're not impressed by him not dealing with these people, right? Mm Mm-hmm. He's gonna roll a sense motive check on you. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's a 21. Ah! (laughs) Ah! So what do you think he notices with that check?
3: I would say he probably notices Gideon's heart rate is racing. Potentially, here's like a waver in her breath. She's unsteady and scared.
0: So she's intimidating him, but when he looks more carefully, she looks frightened. Mhm. I think he steps closer. Do you let him approach you?
3: Uh, no. As he steps forward, Gideon takes a step back.
0: Okay, so he's trying to approach you. Um, And I think as he is trying to approach you, he says, Don't be afraid, my love. I will deal with them, I promise. But there is something much more important that we must deal with. We must deal with your birth into the darkness. It will only hurt a little, I promise. He's going to try to do a combat maneuver on you. What has he done this round? He's pulled you down. He's like walked with you without you fighting him. So that's a movement. And you guys have spoken, which is basically a free action.
3: And then I used my, I triggered my move.
0: Mm -hmm. And he kind of responded to your move. So I think he still gets to do something. Does everybody agree? Or do you guys think that's too many things? No, that sounds
2: right.
4: Yep, that's good. And I will remind of the gorge.
0: Okay, perfect. So... I think that normally that ice armor that you cast on Gideon gives a bonus to AC, not to combat maneuver defense. But since it is literally specifically designed to protect her throat, I'm going to give you a plus five to combat maneuver defense while you're wearing it. Okay. Because I just think that sounds fair. He got a 20. Uh, Jeez.
3: With the plus five, it's 18.
0: Okay. Oh, my God. Gideon, you try to back away from him towards your friends, towards the light. He is too fast. And Gideon, he grabs you by the shoulders and he grabs that icicle at your throat and he snaps it to expose a small portion of your throat. And you feel the warmth of not having ice on your skin for just a second. And then you feel him. Gideon Oberon grabs you and he bites you. And it is not like what Thalia did. It is deeper and faster, like he is trying to drain you of all of your life, of all of your blood, as fast as he possibly can. This bite is like he is really and truly going to kill you. Ah! (laughs) And then... (laughs) And then... You hear Oberon gurgle a scream. And his fangs pull out of you with this sickening, squelching sound. And I think you press on your wound quickly with your hand. Because you can feel how much you're bleeding, and it is, it is too much. It is only a matter of time before you really and truly die of blood loss if you don't do something. So I think it takes you a minute in this darkness to see that now Oberon is bleeding too. From this huge wound along his thigh. There is an enormous bite taken out of him. And then there is a blur of black smoke in the shape of a hyena.
2: Oh, yes. Nice.
0: And then, Gideon, you feel cold hands on your shoulders steadying you. And a woman solidifies beside you. It is Thalia, and she is wearing her black opal gown and a furious expression. And she has Oberon's blood on her lips, and she says... Oberon, you shouldn't have done that.